Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Maya back again, guys. I have one more update for y'all. My Take now has a Patreon. I'm trying to expand the My Take community and also expand my earnings a little bit by creating a Patreon. We have three tiers, and in the top tier, we're actually starting a My Take book club. So anybody who joins, we're going to be reading a book together a month, and there's going to be monthly live streams and Discord benefits. So I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go check it out. The link is in the show notes. Okay, y'all. The aunties are back. I... I'm so excited about this episode because I'm so happy to be back with Medi and the aunties on all of their hijinks because, of course, we are talking about Four Aunties and a Wedding by Jessie Q. Sutanto, I think. I can never remember how to pronounce her name. I'm very sorry. But Four Aunties and a Wedding, the sequel to Dial A for Aunties, which I loved and I have an episode on. So if you've read that book and you haven't listened to my episode, go check out my episode on it. But I... I'm just so excited because both of these books are batshit crazy and I love every minute of it and they're such like fun wild rides and they're such like fun happy making books and I know that this one came out a while ago but reading it and then school and then finals I'm finally getting around to talking about it and I'm super excited because especially in the sequel we get to see a lot more of Nathan and Medi's relationship which was basically kind of all I was here for. So this is going to be such a fun episode. I mean, a crazy episode, but such a fun episode. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. As always with the book, we're going to start with a little bit on the writing, and the biggest thing I have to say on the writing with this book was that we start with the author's note about the range of the Asian diaspora and how the author lived through that experience with her marriage to her husband and like blending their families and how we're going to explore that in the book, and the book really does explore that, and I really love that we start with that framing because it really frames every piece of the book as an intentional choice and like every piece of every book is an intentional choice but it really frames like that relationship and that tension as like a big piece of it and like it doesn't get lost because with all the craziness with like the mafia and this and that it can kind of get lost and we can kind of just be like oh like the aunties are doing what the aunties do and like being crazy and insane but because we start with the author's note about that, we like frame it really well. So you're always kind of paying attention to that and those relationships and how like that dynamic is playing out between Maddie's family and Nathan's family. And I think it's also just like a very important topic to cover because with all different minority groups, it's easy if you're not part of that group to fall into the idea that like one person's experience in that group represents like the entire group's experience and that's never the case. And so the book really highlighted that and I really loved it and like it was a very good way to frame 
a much deeper topic in a very like lighthearted, fun, funny book. But beyond that and beyond that like deeper framing, the book is utter chaos. Like I always get so much secondhand embarrassment from Medi because her aunts, as lovable as they are, are insanity and crazy and like they're also so wise and fun and you can really tell that like they love Medi and they care about Medi and they like support her and they're doing what they think is best to support her. Like the British lessons are not because they want to make fun of people, they're because they want to like fit in in England, right? So like when you look at their deeper processes, you see how much they care and they love her, but also their actions are like insane. And so I'm always like pressing my hands to my cheeks in embarrassment for Medi with these books because I would like I'd love to be in her shoes because I'd love that like love and support, but also I would hate to be in her shoes because oh my god, the ants are a lot sometimes. But beyond the ants, I also really love that we see more of her and Nathan's relationship, at least in the beginning, because then she starts avoiding Nathan because she's like, oh, yeah, like, I can't drag Nathan into this, which is fucking stupid because Nathan, like, figured out that you killed a man and still helped you cover it up before you'd even, like, talked about being something again. So the fact that he's now willing to marry you and you're still like, ah, maybe I shouldn't tell him about this is fucking stupid. But we see more of their relationship at the very beginning and the very end of the book, which I like, because that was the one thing with the first book was it's more so focused on, like, Medi and her relationship with her aunts as opposed to, like, Medi and her relationship with Nathan because that just happens kind of at the very end. So I like that we got to build out their relationship in this book. However, you don't really come to these books for the writing. You come for the crazy-ass plot and all the hijinks, which, like, we might actually be returning for a third book because the very end is the ants giving Medi and Nathan tickets to Indonesia for Chinese New Year. And Nathan's, like, over the moon about that prospect because he's always wanted to see where Medi is from and stuff. So maybe we're returning for a third book, in which case I will be super excited, and of course there will be an episode on that. But you don't come to these books for the writing, you come for the plot, so let's jump into that. So the book starts off with Medi finding her wedding dress, which I really loved. I loved all the little, like, wedding pieces in this book because, like, even though it's a book about a wedding and it's a book that's set during the wedding, I feel like we brush off all of the actual wedding stuff in favor of, like, the crazy mafia madness. But we start with Medi finding her dress, and it's so fun and beautiful, and I, like, can't wait to be wedding dress shopping because I am the kid that has had her wedding planned out since she was little. So I loved that. But then of course we also like jump straight into the crazy because we have the ants and their bright purple gowns and the kimono dragon hats, which like I love them. I think it's more of an outfit appropriate for like the Met Gala or the Kentucky Derby, but I love their enthusiasm. And then after we see that crazy, we meet, like, Stephanie, Stephanie and her family, and, like, her family has all the crazily spelled names, so Medi really relates to her. Also, I'm pretty sure the point of it is that her name is Maddie and Madeline, like, her name is Madeline, they call her Maddie, but because it's spelled with an E, my brain always says Medi, so, like, I, and I did this all last book, too, so I can't, like, stop saying it, like, that's just what her name is, because... I know that, like, technically it's supposed to be Stephanie, 
and that's what they talk about. So I'm like, okay, technically it's Madeline, but it's spelled with E's, but my brain says Medi, so I'm sorry, but her name is Medi in my head, (laughs) and that's what I will be saying. But we meet Stephanie, and they seem like perfect wedding vendors, so Medi is really happy, and I didn't actually read the back of the book. I just knew that this was coming out, and I was like, oh my god, it's the sequel. I'm gonna love it. So I didn't know coming into this that Stephanie and her family were mafia, so I was like really excited for Medi when she had the wedding vendors. I was like, oh my god, she has her perfect wedding vendors. It's gonna be great. Like, her wedding's gonna be such a success. Like, I was super excited for her. And then we find out that the aunts have been taking classes to learn British speak and British slang, which, lovable, but, you know, (laughs) I don't even know what to say about the British accents. Like, I, they love Medi and they want to fit in, but also really not the right way to go about it. And then we meet Nathan's parents and it goes so, so, so wrong because Nathan's parents are like, super rich and stuck up and like I don't like them to begin with but then like because of that because Medi and her family doesn't fit into like the perfect bubble that they have they are like more against them and like I get it second aunt makes Medi Nathan's dad do tai chi and like he fucks up his back like that's not a great impression to leave but also like Nathan's mom is judging them from the very beginning so like I didn't really like Nathan's parents because Nathan's parents were, like, they just cared too much about, like, the vision of the wedding and stuff. And, like, at the end of the day, I think weddings are supposed to be, like, blending families and, like, people having fun. And so the fact that, like, her mom, his mom cared so much about, like, how the wedding looked and stuff, it was super dumb. But we meet Nathan's parents and it doesn't really go well. And then we're out at Medi's Bachelorette and we learn that Stephanie is mafia and they're here to take someone out and they are gonna get away with it because they know that Medi and her family killed Aguan. Which, why I didn't put together the fact that they were here for revenge for Aguan, I don't know, but I was just really shook that they were mafia. Like, I remember telling Marissa, my roommate, because I was reading it, and she was in the room, and I was like, holy shit, and I was like, remember the book that was really crazy that I was telling you about with the wedding, and I was, like, explaining the plot of the first book to her because I read the first book first semester, and so I was, like, having weird reactions and, like, explaining to her what was happening, and she was like, yeah, like, she remembered the book, and I was like, okay, well, in the second one, her wedding vendors are mafia, (laughs) and we were laughing about how crazy it is, but it really sucks, though, that they're, like, fake vendors, because second aunt ends up having to do everybody's makeup and Medi like all she really wanted was good wedding pictures and she gets really really shitty ones which really sucks because she talks about how like all the brides she talks to always wish they'd spent more on a photographer and always wished they you know had better pictures of their wedding and so now the fact that like Medi doesn't have those really amazing pictures really sucks because like I just wanted Medi to be happy and have the wedding of her dreams and like at least if you're gonna be fake wedding vendors like be good fake wedding vendors you know like you're already ruining somebody's special day by being here to like take somebody out you might as well at least give her decent wedding pictures and decent wedding makeup you know like it's not that's just like salt in the wound it's terrible but after we realize they're fake vendors 
Um, Medi goes to put on her dress, and it's, like, this emotional, beautiful moment. I loved it so much. And then she does first looks with Nathan. And, like, I don't really know how I feel about first looks because, like, they're cute. But also, like, seeing them when you're, like, walking down the aisle. Like, I, don't, I just, I don't know. I'm up in the air about first looks and whether I would like to do a first look at my wedding. But they do first looks and it's really adorable because Nathan saved the hot dog mug cake UCLA mug from like one of their very first interactions to give to Medi, and that was really really cute. And then in the midst of all of this the ants logically have kidnapped second uncle (laughs) and we jumped from that straight into the ceremony and the ceremony was emotional and happy and like I love weddings so I just I I wrote like in my notes that the ceremony made me just a ball of feels because I love ceremonies and they're so beautiful but then we do the ceremony and they're officially married and we jump straight into knocking out and almost killing big uncle and then him and second uncle reveal to us that Stephanie's family thinks that many in her family are mafia And so, like, fourth aunt really decides they should lean into the idea, and they start, like, pretending to be mafia and stuff, and then they try to drug Stephanie, but Nathan's mom almost goes to drink the drink, so, like, second aunt and mom jump in, and basically what ends up happening is all of the aunts end up high, and Maddie's mom ends up drunk because Maddie's mom has, like, a big tolerance to weed because she's always smoking weed, or, like, mixing it in drinks or whatever her traditional Chinese medicine but she gets drunk so all of the aunts and her mom are out of commission and Seb and Selena who are godsends I love them and I wish we had more time seeing Medi like hang out with her friends because I feel like obviously the book is about like Medi and her relationship with her family but like we see amazing friends of Medi's and so I wanted to spend more time with her amazing friends but they end up having to take the ants back to the hotel and they gag and knock out third uncle who is there and tied up. And for some reason throughout this entire thing, we've been assuming that Lillian, who is this, we thought was this like major investor in Nathan's company and is actually just Nathan's godmother, but we assume that Lillian is the target And so that means that we can't let her eat. So when we get to the meal portion, Big Ant gives this, like, big sappy speech, and Second Ant is leading Tai Chi, and she's like, oh, you in the hat, like, you're doing good. You in the blue dress, you're not as good, but it's okay. Like, she's just... (laughs) That part had me dying, that she was just really calling people out. But she's leading them in Tai Chi. Fourth Ant sings, I will always love you. Basically, they're causing all this chaos to try and make sure that Lillian... Lillian doesn't eat and then they brought big or not big uncle they brought third uncle back tied up and so he tries to break free knocks over the cake and causes like absolute chaos because we think a gunshot has gone off and it's just like super fucking crazy and then in the midst of all this Annie starts yelling at the ants for like ruining the day and so Betty starts yelling at her and then Nathan's like, look, just like fucking tell me what's going on and I will help you. And she's like, look, I can't. And then he starts to walk away and she's like, I'm being a fucking idiot. Nathan, wait, which I, this is one of the things I appreciated the most in the book because usually heroines are always like, I can't tell you, I can't tell you, like I will tell you later. 
But in this case, she was like, no, fuck them. Like, I can tell you. I need my support system. Like, I love you. And we're in this together. And she should have realized that a long time ago because Nathan would have helped or Nathan would have helped her figure stuff out. But she tells Nathan. And then we all end up in Medi's bridal suite. We learn that third uncle kidnapped himself to try to get the ants into trouble. And all of this is happening because Emma, who's Stephanie's grandmother, Aguan was her grandson. And so she's really mad that Aguan was taken out because they thought Medi and her family were mafia and took Aguan out for some reason. So they were pretending to be mafia to come back to get Medi and her aunts in trouble, either by taking somebody out, like Big Aunt, or Third Uncle was kidnapped himself, so they were trying to get him in trouble, that him in trouble for kidnapping. The dragon hats were filled with weed to try to get them busted. Big Uncle was somehow supposed to fake his death. Like, they just didn't put a lot of thought into planning this. They were just throwing literally everything at the wall. And in the midst of finding all this out, Amma and Big Ant go at it, which was very, very funny. But basically, all of this comes out and we explain to them that Aguan tried to rape Medi and that's why she tased him and that's why he died. And then, like, the uncles and Stephanie are like, yeah, Amma, like, he wasn't really a good person and, like, we clear the air and work it all out. And then the book ends with Medi and Nathan getting tickets to Indonesia for Chinese New Year. So to wrap up this book in this episode, it was so good. I I really love these stories because they're just the right amount of crazy and fun and chaotic, but also lovely and like these deep emotional family stories. And they can also tell you these deep stories about like immigrant experiences and minority experiences and this one specifically with the Asian diaspora and like how one minority is not necessarily the same as another minority and so I just really love it and I have such a good time with these characters every time we're with them so I really hope that Jesse is writing a third one because it would be so fun and I would love to see like Medi kind of being the fish out of water in a third book if they go to Indonesia because like obviously there all of the ants will fit in better so it would be really fun like to flip the dynamic so I really love these books they're so fun they're also so fun and colorful like the colors on these books are incredible so I loved it and yeah I've been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my take on Four Aunties and a Wedding by Jesse Q. Sutanto. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.